0: This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by smartgolfdeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: Good morning. Canada, welcome to Golf Talk Canada. Whether whether you're watching this morning on TSN Two or listening on TSN Radio Coast to Coast, right here at the mothership TSN 1050 in Toronto, Zakino with you, Bob. Good morning. It Hello. is that time. It is. Uh, have you been ready? You've been working out for Festivus. Pumping up
2: for the beats of strength coming later in the show. Oh, it is
1: our seventh annual Festivus special, which is really, Bob. Just a date on the calendar, if, I, if all I want to do is complain for two hours.
2: <laughs> What's like a normal Saturday, isn't it? <laughs> it is?
1: It is very much like a normal Saturday. i got to be honest with you. Um, normally, I am very excited about Festivus, like pumped up. but I feel a little bit, because of the way we have gone through this year, because of COVID and uh, you know, it's taken everybody's best efforts to stay in a positive place, if possible. That I'm having a hard time getting the anger up this morning, Bob. I think, (laughs) does somebody have a USGA announcement (laughs) they could give me to maybe wind me up a little?
2: Our first guest on the phone. (laughs) Is the USGA's executive director? I, I
1: want to hear a little bit. Maybe Mike Davis can talk to me about his new uh, golf course architecture company that yeah. he's going to be rolling out his design. i am trying to get
3: Brooks Kepka on the line
0: for
1: you. Oh, thank you, Ben. Yeah. That's it, throwing out the Brooks Kepka. We've got actually a very fun and busy show. Um, Festivus for the rest of us. We're going to air the grievances, feats of strength today, uh, as they relate to the world of golf, please. Um, Hit us up. Social media, at Golf Talk Canada on Twitter is the handle, at Golf Talk Canada on Twitter. And we're going to give away uh, sometime early next week by draw for everyone who participates with uh, Festivus. We're going to draw two lucky winners. Uh, TaylorMade picks TP5 golf balls, the Raptors edition. Have you Whoa. seen these, Bob? I did. I they're saw very cool. picture of them. They look awesome. Yeah, they're very cool. So uh, th- this year's edition is the Tampa Raptors. Have you seen the, the Tampa, Tampa logo? <laughs> it's, they've taken out the claw and put a, a palm tree in there instead. It's very interesting. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Uh, in fact, speaking of TaylorMade, our good friend, David Bradley, going to be uh, along, a general manager of TaylorMade Canada, and... Latino America, I always like to throw that in there, because he's still not invited us to anything in Latino America. No, he's got some good stories about going down there, though. Okay, so here we go. The first (laughs) grievance is aired. On Festivus, Bradley is yet to invite us. We where do we want to go? Costa Rica, Bob? Where do we want to oh, go?
2: No, let's go. Let's go like uh, I don't know, Machu Picchu. You know, Ooh, to the very... top of the mountain. Yeah, maybe? exactly. Right. See
1: how far. See the altitude. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm hitting hit it. Whatever, you, whatever you've done with the new driver, Bradley, it's <laughs> going up here. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got Dave coming up in uh, Hour 2. In Hour 1, Lawrence Applebaum uh, from Golf Canada going to drop by, uh, as well as Lori Kane, uh, a member of Canada. Uh, Order of Canada member, Canadian Golf Hall of Fame member, Canadian Sports Hall of Fame member. Uh, you know, f- we, every once in a while, we have to invite somebody on the show that has more Hall of Fames than you, just to <laughs> just to make sure we're hitting our quota. So we've done it with Lori.
2: Yeah, we will get some good feedback on uh, U.S. Women's Open from yes. her. We'll see what she's seen and
1: uh, well, there's some. You know, we're going to get into it today. We've got uh, a few leaderboards, and there is some golf that we'll actually talk today. Uh, U.S. Women's Open, Race to Dubai is happening. The QBE this Shootout. QB, which is the Shark Shootout. That's right. It's, always, it's like there's always – there's several tournaments that are – so the Shark Shootout, the Bob Hope Classic Bob. <laughs> okay, right. I don't care. Never lose their name. That's right. Uh, what, the two golf let's, – let's stay on this grievances. See, I'm winding myself up. Can you see me yep. so good?
2: I, it didn't last long, your calmness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> two courses.
2: It's the only way you can do it if you want to have a full field. Uh, you know, there's limited daylight, and
1: um, would you not see? Uh, would prefer to see a smaller field and, and go one in ten? And, listen, we're going to go one in ten. We're going to go threesomes. We're going to go smaller field. Anything but two golf I think, courses.
2: I think you'd have to have a field of like seventy players to make this work. I mean, That's what they, that would the Masters, right? Yeah, I mean they barely got it around in in the dark. They had a couple of, of uh, holdovers on, on a couple of days. But I just think this is, if you want to have it, why not? And the, only, the only other uh, major championship that I can think of that's used two courses was the 08 U.S. Open at Torrey. They did both courses Did they
1: there. use both courses?
2: That's what I'm pretty sure they did.
1: Ah, are you sure, Bob? A hundred percent sure? No. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going. Hold on a sec. because they do. They uh, obviously they do for the Farmers Insurance Open. Yes, they do. Yeah. I just find. Listen, we are used to luck of the draw, especially when it comes to weather with an open championship. You get on the wrong side of the draw at the British Open, and you could be playing two different golf tournaments, but two different courses on top of it. I don't know. All right, uh, we're going to jump into it today. We've got lots of uh, festivists. We've got lots of airing of grievances, lots of feats of strength. We're going to do Winner's Weird and What. And there's been some bizarre things in the world of golf since the Masters uh, called it a tournament. And a lot has transpired. I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. We're going to get into it. Well, let's kick it off with some news and headlines.
0: News and headlines are brought to you by the McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Tomorrow's stars today.
1: All right, Bob. News and headlines. Let's start off with some positive here. Annika Sorenstam, president of the International Golf Federation. Uh, no surprise that Annika would be kind of tapped for something like this. International player, legend of the game, World Golf Hall of Fame member. Um, and someone who's kind of been, uh, you know, a, a bridge builder, I guess, for lack of a better term. This seems fitting.
2: Yeah, she's, a, she's also a very smart individual. You have a chance to... Um to meet her, she's, she's got a lot of good ideas, a lot of thoughts, and I think she's someone who can cross all borders, all countries. You know, She's just one of those international kind of landmark p- players. She's also, g- also going to play a LPGA tournament next year. I didn't hear that. She's when? She's going to come back. She just turned 50, and she's going to play at the Diamond, uh, Diamond Resorts. Resorts Invitational, which is that one at the start of the year. Was, was used to be sort of a pro-am event, but now it's an actual full LPGA tour event, so she's just going to play the one event. But um, I like her in this position. I think this is a great for, great spot for her, and I think she can do a lot of good things.
1: And I think that's great that we get to see her play golf again. I think that's uh, a yeah. real positive for the game. Royal Liverpool 2023, uh, Royal Troon 2024, the Open Rota getting locked in as we move forward. Of course, 22, everybody's really looking towards 22 for the big celebration at uh, the Old Course, St. Andrews. I'm disappointed that there still hasn't been a Turnberry announcement of some kind. I know a lot of people associate the Trump name uh, and that being one of the main reasons why the uh, our RNA has not gone back to Turnberry, but a lot of it has to do with a traffic issue. Uh, they have not built the infrastructure they need to get people in and out of Turnberry. I think Turnberry might be the best golf course in the world, and I really hope it gets added soon, Bob.
2: Yeah, I think there was definitely some trepidation of trying to you know, keep yourself out of a situation with the trump name for better or for worse whatever your standpoint is and i think they made a smart move that we can get to it but you're right it's no longer about that obviously and it is a great golf course and i will say that the uh from what i hear the changes that they made a few years ago i think you've played it played it uh, yeah spectacular and and it is a course that you want to see and open on, so hopefully they can get that figured out.
1: It is. Uh, I like I say. I, I I always go back and forth when you know I play Royal County Down and Royal Portrush, and you go play here and you go play, and then you, you kind of go. We have a bad habit in our business. The last thing we <laughs> yeah. saw is the greatest thing we've or, or ever where saw. You, where
0: you
2: have a really good score. That's your, right. That's <laughs> the other one
1: too. Right. So when I played Turnberry, though, I keep going back to it, and I'm going okay. So when you mix in uh, just the quality of holes, the scenery. Um, the improvements on connecting, like you get on that ocean now uh, at the fourth hole you don 't leave it to you know seven eight holes later It's it 's very pebble beaches in, in that sense, only more rugged, more rustic. Uh, the history of turnberry attached to i mean it's i 'll get to that we 've had this conversation. With I'll guarantee you one thing. There might be golf courses as good as Turnberry, which you could tell me a list of them, and I'd probably agree with you, but there ain't any better. There you go. Is that probably the best way of putting it down? Tom Weisskopf with some sad news. Pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer, cancer, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of came from nowhere because he's been talking a lot, and we'll get into that a little later in the show. <laughs> he's been very vocal lately, and then this comes out all of a sudden.
0: Yeah,
2: and it's sad, obviously. that's, uh, that's uh, Any kind of cancer is is hard and, and tough to deal with, and I think this one is especially uh, a difficult one, so we wish the best for him. Great guy. Has has some good design golf courses. Yes, he well. does. Very underrated as a designer. Yeah and was probably underrated as a golfer. I was just so.
1: going to say, probably underrated as a player as well, on top of it. Uh, also, course news. Before we wrap up news and headlines and course news, Medina. Yeah. Now, this is this is attached to the Steph Curry announcement of the PGA Tour, right? Because Steph Curry is going to be the host of that new PGA Tour event moving forward, which will be home, yeah, which is home, will be in San Francisco. Right. Which will p- take place at TPC Harding Park as an annual stop now on the PGA Tour. Right. So, as a reaction to that... Uh, the movement to Ma- the move to Medina in 2026 for the President's Cup. Uh, I think I got the year right on. That's that. right. Yeah, uh, and don't forget we got Royal Montreal coming up.
2: Well, a- it's going to go. The next three are going to go Quail Hollow, Royal yeah. Montreal, Medina. So, right. which is
1: great uh, for all, American TV
2: audience. Yeah, I was just going to say all pretty close, all, Right. Uh, pretty tidy. right. Don't have to fly too far for those ones. So, I think that's good and. Uh, you know, probably Medina will be the one where uh, Mike Weir comes to defend his President's Cup title in his second spin as the uh, international captain.
1: Uh, you will got to think, right? You, well, well, we hope, you, we're
2: hoping so. We're
1: hoping so. We'll see. All right. On the other side, we're going to touch base with our good friend Lawrence Applebaum. We'll get his feats of strings, his grievances for the world of golf in 2020. i got to think, Bob, number one grievance has got to be that we did not have our Canadian Opens. Oh, Does it not have to be? We'll find out. We'll find out. We we'll <laughs> we call that a hook, like a, a tease. A tease. Yes. That's it. There it is right there. We'll do it on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade. Every day, more golfers are playing the TP5 and TP5X golf balls. Join them and you'll see why. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino
1: and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Festivus. Good morning, Canada. Zucchino Weeks. Scully will be along in uh, hour two as we have lots of grievances and lots of feats of strength to get through with the world of golf in 2020, uh, I figured like we could actually just do five hours on grievances if we really wanted <laughs> yeah, to, and right. just maybe, you maybe we, could just do yeah. five hours well, on grievances. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get out of March. <laughs> We'd still be into April if I wouldn't get out of it, but, uh, but we've got some feats of strength too, and there were, there were some good ones um, as we are on TSN2 this morning. If you're watching us on TSN TV, good morning, and you're listening to us on a TSN Radio Network, good morning as well. Now, welcoming to our program, one of my favorite people in the game of golf. Everybody's favorite. Yeah, I, it, exactly. You know, it's uh, unlike uh, when uh, a lot of my friends and associates, we say it's hard to find somebody to say anything negative about Zucchino. This... Next guest, this is true, it's very hard, nothing but positive, everybody always a large fan, and if you have the opportunity to meet our next guest in person, you feel even better about uh, about how she waves the flag for Canadian Especially golf. Especially
2: if you happen to be lucky enough to do it where she lives.
1: Yes, <laughs> very much so. And actually, where are we? This let's, First of all, let's welcome in our good friend now and Canadian Golf Hall of Fame member, Order of Canada. Uh, Lori Kane joining us this morning. Lori, good morning. Where are you? Are you in PEI or are you I, in Florida?
4: Good morning, guys. Yes, I am here on Prince Edward Island. Oh, very nice.
1: And, and how is the weather in in PEI right now? Is it is it Have you dodged snow?
4: Or we have you... no snow. Um, probably, I think Stanhope may still be open to play some golf. Yes, um, <laughs> but I'm I haven't played um, at all. In fact. Uh, probably at this normally would be just getting home um for christmas from florida so um yeah so i've been here quite a while it's um it's a good place to be though
2: it's a very good place to be you're so lucky
1: all right laurie before we get into uh feats of strength grievances uh things that are festivus related um just some takes on what we've seen at the U.S. Women's Open so far. Um, I was saying to Bob off the top of the show, uh, I understand why the two golf courses. I understand the challenges with having a, a major championship in December with the uh, hours of daylight, et cetera. I just, it just I, it puts a bad taste in my mouth with the. You know, there's a huge luck of the draw going on with you know what course you get on what day, and it seems like there's a division so far in the leaderboard of who started on what day, where similar to what we saw at Augusta a couple of weeks ago with who started on ten on Thursday versus who started on ten on Friday. What, what do you what do you what have you taken from this so far?
4: Yeah, you know, um, well, weeksy and I did a little prep before tournament before the opening round on Thursday, and we both talked about that, Mark, and I. Um, I'm going to tell you, on Thursday watching the telecast, um, I was having trouble really focusing in on, on the greens and getting a feel for where the pins were. And, um, and I'm not even there playing. So, uh, then yesterday with the earlier tee times, um, conditions being a little bit, maybe not so bright, um, it was easier for me to see on the courses. I think there was definitely an advantage to early play yesterday if, if they had to let that wind pick up um it's a different leaderboard so i have to agree with you in some parts of it but you know the the biggest thing is that um the USG found a way to get this done and to play it with a normal size field um you know i don't know what else we could have done um and it would have definitely been a shame not to have had uh this tournament be played
2: so, Laurie, obviously uh, a rough day yesterday for Brooke, finishing with four bogeys over her last five holes. I'm, I'm not inside her head, so I can't really uh, answer this properly or ask this even properly, but it looked to me like maybe some frustration set in. The disparity between her long game and her short game was so glaring, uh, just struggling 34 putts both days and stuff. I wonder if frustration finally got in there. I'm sure if there's one tournament that can get you in that it's probably a U.S. Open. What, what did you see?
4: Yeah, I have to agree. We we did talk early of you and I about um, you know her length and her aggressiveness off the tee was going to be important. Um, I think she kind of got in that uh, dormant rough a couple of times, and she, as we know, was pretty steep, and that can cause some problems with your iron play. Um, the greens are so big that. You know, if you're not in the right quadrant, you need to putt well, and we said five footers were going to be important. And, um, you know, I also heard your report last night on the, on TSN, and I have to agree. Um, if there's one part of my game that we took a lot of time after my first two years on tour, now, now look, Brooke has won nine times, so she knows how to d- get it done. But I also need, I think I agree with you, Wixie. I think a short game overhaul would be um, would be good. I know when she was a kid and part of the national team, Tristan, uh, I've worked with, so I know he has. Uh, you know, he has a good way about him, pr- pretty simple shot making. And I just think sometimes we get lazy, and and uh, she just maybe needs a little bit of a fine tune with her wedge play, and that will help your putting.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, it's just anything that can take the heat off the putter, I'm guessing, right, Laurie? Uh, 100%. Weather? Yeah. Uh, before we switch gears and, and, and move into your feats of strength and grievances uh, for the year, um, when we were talking Masters a few weeks ago, I was very high on first-timers, which, as you know, is abnormal at Augusta. But I thought all the differences in this year's Masters with, uh, you know, 1 in 10, different golf course with the weather, the the you know, the uh, Bermuda still hanging around and the ryegrass not poking through would open itself up for first-timers because I just felt that maybe a lot of the knowledge and history around Augusta wouldn't be as important as it normally is in Masters. And when I looked at this year's Women's U.S. Open, I started feeling the same way. I'm like, here we are, you know, down south in December, Two golf courses, uh, Dormer, Bermuda, et cetera, et cetera, that maybe we're going to see an outlier champion or something different. Do you think we can see something like that? And do you think that might be the reason, uh, Lori, why we have two amateurs so close to the lead in this championship?
4: Well, I have to say that this young group of golfers that are coming to the forefront, both men and women, um, come with with zero fear, and they just go play. And I love that part of it. Um But it's only the second round of the U.S. Open. So now we're heading into the weekend, and I took a peek at the leaderboard. And, yes, Mark, I have to agree with you. I think you were bang on about Augusta. I thought anybody who had been not there that played, you know, we don't normally play Augusta in November, so (laughs) um, it's a different golf course. And I think the conditions at the U.S. Open, being in December, are different as well. So the first-timers are good. Um, uh, I'm looking – down the board and seeing Kerr. I'm seeing stacy Lewis. I'm seeing NB Park maybe a little bit too far out of the game. Um, but those veteran players, uh, when the heat's on, they'll rise to the top. And um, yeah, it's fun to watch the young amateurs that are playing. I think the conditions of the golf courses both are now that they're playing the Cypress. I think you'll see the USGA has got everybody through. Uh, now we're going to see some speeds get up again on the greens, and um, that's going to be a. <laughs> I'm going to go with the veteran players on the weekend.
2: <laughs> I think that yeah, I think I think that's right. All right, so we, Lori. Sure. It's been a great year, obviously a very different year, uh, a great year in many ways for for golf. Uh, but tell us, for you, what is your? F- we'll go with feats of strength for the
1: cup half full, okay. Bob.
2: Yeah, feats of strength. <laughs> what was the feat of strength this year for for Lori King?
4: Um. My own personal, I really don't have one. The fact, I guess that I've gotten to spend time on PEI during this crazy pandemic. But I think the feat of strength for uh, golf is that um, we have been very fortunate as a sport that we have shown our true colors and have invited a ton of people into the game that maybe didn't um, ever think they would show up on a golf course because of what golf allowed us and then i have to give kudos to both the pj tour and the lpj tour to get us back in playing and i think the men on the pjs excuse me on the pj tour side um really showed us that we can do this safely and um you know we're all sitting at home watching tv and we're crying for sport and golf was it
1: you know, it's interesting because somebody had to make the first step, right? Someone yeah. in the world, uh, in the world in general, I, I was going to say the world of professional sports, but almost in the world in general, someone had to make the first step and it was a brave first step and it didn't come without its, uh, uh, negative comments as well. Some people suggesting it was premature or irresponsible. And at the end of the day, um, I thought bravo to golf in general across the board. I'm with you, Lori. Okay. Uh, Grievances, Lori, we can't, we can't let you go without hearing what uh, might have rubbed you the wrong way in 2020, uh, but you know, obviously the obvious aside, <laughs> we all have a very similar grievance this year, but uh, putting COVID aside, uh, something, uh, what were your grievances for 2020?
4: Well, again, I'm going to have to use the COVID because this <laughs> is the problem. Um, senior women's golf was treading in the right direction, actually women's sport in general, we're tread, treading in the right direction and, and that uh, COVID-19 has has kind of put a halt to it all. Um, not being able to play uh, the Senior U.S. Open, the Senior LPGA Championship, and basically to be able to compete and not to get to Shaughnessy to play the 2020 version of the CP Women's Open um, were my disappointments. Um, now, we are blessed that we are going to be able to get back to Shaughnessy. For the CP Women's Open 2021, um, so I don't know if I'm, <laughs> I talk can talk out of both sides of my mouth, I guess.
1: Well, Lori, I got to tell you, I'm disappointed right now. You just added a grievance because you know I really thought uh, one of your grievances was going to be that I didn't get a chance to reach out to you at Lake Nona for for a round of golf that we were <laughs> going to play this year, and I thought that would be the first thing on the top of your list, you know. So. <laughs>
4: I do miss you, Mark, but I don't miss you that, quite that much.
2: It's <laughs> one of my feats of strength, actually, I'm having to play with Mark this year. Oh,
1: we did play. Actually. We did. We played before That's it all went. Right. That's Lori, right. you have a wonderful holiday and enjoy your time at home. Uh, and hopefully. Um, every month's a little better now as we crawl our way back to some kind of normal and hopefully you get to start playing some golf again and get out there and, uh, and start to get things back on track. But enjoy the Christmas, enjoy the uh, New Year's, enjoy being at uh, one of my favorite parts in the entire continent and certainly Canada. You can't find a better place and better people than Prince Edward Island. So thanks so much for taking the time this morning and uh, happy holidays to you. Merry
4: Christmas and happy holidays to everybody else. And be safe.
1: Thanks, Laurie. Yeah. Laurie Kane, always a pleasure to chat with Laurie. It's amazing when you, the trickle down effect, you know of, of what was lost this year is just so sad. Yeah. And, so, and and she, you know, she spoke of things like momentum and things that we're building, and you know, in Canada we had a lot of it. Now, listen, we're going to talk to Lawrence Applebaum on the other side, and there are some feats of strength that I'm sure he is going to outline for us when it comes to the participation of our sport and people playing golf in this country again. So there's a lot of cup half full as well. I get it. But when you think of national championships, uh, senior ladies golf, like amateur championships. Side, amateur championships, PGA Tour Canada, that huge, yeah. huge momentum with new events uh, that were being added to the calendar, etc., cetera, et cetera. Man, tough one. Well, you know what? 2021 is the big mulligan. <laughs> there we it's go. It's the big mulligan. All right, we're going to talk to Lawrence Applebaum on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, was brought to you by TaylorMade. Every day, more golfers are playing the TP5 and TP5X golf balls. Join them, and you'll see why. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Okay, I'm starting to wake up here this morning. It's been a while since you and I have been in studio. I had to get going this morning. I
2: had to, uh, I, I had to take the autopilot. and like uh, That's usually what I have when I get up in the morning to come here because yep. we're here so often. Yes,
1: so. Uh, not now. I no. was like, oh, okay, we got to get going. I think the last time... Might have been Masters, came in for Masters. Well, you would have been in Augusta, and Adam yeah. and I would have been in, in here. I can't remember the last time. It's, uh, it's good that we're here. Now, speaking of this, our next guest just flipped us a photo via text <laughs> of the last flight he was on, which is quite, quite funny because uh, we were all flying home that day. It was Lawrence Applebaum's flight from the player's ship and you're in the background, and you look like uh, we should just drop you off at the morgue. that <laughs> yeah, photo?
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a long day. A long week. The players is always a good day. <laughs> Oh, a man. That team, that's yeah. it,
1: well, that's his last. I've been flying through this, so maybe we can get into that at some point in the show. But uh, welcoming now our friend, the CEO of Golf Canada, Lawrence Applebaum. L.A., how are you this morning?
3: Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. And, uh, you know, that picture brings me... Uh, utter joy in in the cloud of darkness that was the end of the players
1: oh man we'll,
2: we'll have to get uh we'll get uh adam scully to put it up on our uh yeah our adam instagram.
1: can you can you flip that up on our uh, instagram and uh, momentarily, it's about. happening as is, he just, uh, sorry, he's in the middle of a, a hundred uh, set of push-ups. We'll he'll just get to that in a second. Uh, well, no. actually, he's pre- He's actually bench pressing Ben behind the glass. I don't know, <laughs> this is awkward. Eh, very awkward here this morning. All right, LA, where do you want to start? Do you want to go cup half empty or cup half full first? Do you want to end on a positive note or start with a positive note? you want the feats of uh, strength or the grievances? Where do you want to go first?
0: Well,
3: I, I'm going to take the two-part question and, and, and go off script And talk about Festivus Miracles.
1: Oh, a (laughs) a Festivus Miracle. I love this. See, I love this. This is fantastic. Okay.
3: You know, uh, for the biggest fans uh, of of Seinfeld, we know that the easily phenom, the easily explainable events as Festivus Miracles. And I will say the miracle of all miracles is how much golf Canadians played in 2020. Easily. Uh, now,
1: Now, what you think – okay, so L.A., before before you continue, I got – okay, got to find out. There's the published number of rounds that we think have been posted, et cetera, et cetera. In your mind, what do you think the real numbers – and I mean that by the real because not everybody posts their score. Not We're not capturing every piece of data. What do you think? How many rounds of golf do you believe were played in Canada this year? And the follow-up to that would be how – what would the percent of that be in terms of growth?
3: Well, I'll give you two points of data that I know uh, I know you and the team love. Um, so we have a, a very, you know, wonderful tracking device called our Score Center. So all the listeners out there, all the, the people who love to track their game, they post their scores, they follow their handicap. Um, we capture that, and in 2020, we had more scores posted than in recorded history. Wow. So we were up. Um, the final number, and this is the, the, the one you really laugh at, is is we actually just ta- – <laughs> we still want to tabulate December because there were a couple, couple, couple folks out this way, and obviously out west we still got some folks playing golf. But at the end of the year, I think we're going to be somewhere – up around 18 to 20 percent more rounds than were ever recorded in our um, in that, our history.
2: That's amazing, that's amazing. And, <laughs> and when you think that, when you think that, as as Mark says, not all you know there was more scores, more rounds played than just the ones that were recorded because some people don't keep their handicap or don't log in. And then the second part is, if you go back 20 years ago, how many more golf courses there were than there are now, and you probably could have played. So you've got more people playing, or. Same people playing more rounds on fewer courses. I mean, every course was jammed is my long-winded way
3: of saying it, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, Bob. I mean, it was perfect. Uh, the, the, the second data point is our good friends over at the NGCOA, uh, which is the National Golf Course Owners. Um, they, they track uh, all their rounds, and because they have you know almost 1,300 uh, golf courses, uh, clubs as part of their membership their numbers are tracking very similar like almost 20 percent up so when we look at all the folks who are who are who you guys mentioned it um earlier in the show is came back to the game and played for the first time in a while new to the game um, because it was one of the only options and safe and healthy and then all the folks that came back in droves was was so incredible And probably the one stat that I I have loved to share with people is we had close to 15,000 people in our country play more than 100 rounds of golf this year.
1: Wow. That's amazing. That is insane. Well, when you consider, too, that season started late because of COVID, that our, our season is short in general. Compared yep. to, you know, obviously if you're playing south of Washington, D.C., and you get to play golf 12 months a year.
2: Of course, it's easy, like, easily explained because, I mean, what else were you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well,
1: that's true, too. I don't know if you guys saw this at all. Uh, the uh, Golf Ontario posted the. Uh, clubs, the top five clubs for men and women that had individuals that posted the most rounds of golf as individuals. Now they didn't release their names because of privacy, etc. I saw
2: your name on that list. <laughs> it wasn't, there. <laughs> it wasn't me. Mark's name as well. <laughs> it was not
1: me, but I, I know who was at. I do know the gentleman from the Toronto Hunt that was number one. He he recorded two hundred and thirty four rounds of golf. Now uh, keep in mind there are nine holes. Okay. Okay, but 234 Four nine hole scores just at the Toronto Hunt. That's he did play elsewhere. How do you do goodness. that? That's unbelievable. Oh. All right, LA, we got we've got to get the other side. We got some miracles, and you know what? They were great miracles. And I, you know what? I have been leaning hard this year on a lot of the the silver linings. I think it's important in times like this we grab onto these things. Uh, participation levels, golf being a leader, uh, not just in uh, physical fitness, safety in COVID. I mean, the list was endless, and we all said golf could be a leader. I remember having this conversation with you in April on Golf Talk Canada talking about how golf could be a leader. We just got to be patient. We got to get there. Then we got there, and golf proved to be a leader, and it was proven that we were right. And I always like to remind people when I'm right, which is what (laughs) I'm doing with you right now. However, there were some grievances, and my biggest grievance of the year was losing, for me personally, Losing our national championships, losing the RBC Canadian Open for me, because that is my kind of highlight of the year in a way. I always say to Bob, I always feel like you know I get to host my uh, colleagues from the U.S. on PGA Tour radio, and you get to wear all these hats, and you're so proud. And coming off of Hamilton, the, pr- the pride that I felt uh, being there, being a part of that was overwhelming. And to, just to put the uh, pin in the balloon this year, it just killed me. It's got to be at the top of the list for you.
3: Well, um, I think that uh, the the front part of of what you said, Mark, about um, all those folks uh, who were part of making golf uh, the hero, as you said, or the surprise, I'd say, of 2020 of everyone from superintendents to golf clubs to uh, the golf associations, the folks at Golf Ontario and and, and provincial associations across the country and, and, of course, Golf Canada, and our friends at the PJ of Canada, just to put on golf to me again, I, I just can't say enough great things about that feat of strength. But I, I'll take your lead about a number top of the list for grievances was absolutely you know the gutting uh, disappointment of of not being able to play uh, our our RBC Canadian Open um, here in the GTA at St George's. And our CP women out in Shaughnessy at, uh, in Vancouver. And, and the the only, I'm, a, I'm a, absolutely an optimist and I'm a, 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 a half full guy is that we will get in 21 to play those two great courses that we will get to bring the world of golf back, uh, to our country. And I will tell you that these two golf courses, um, the weather we had, the care that they took, the preparation time, these two tracks are in such, uh, epic condition. And, and in, in particular, as, as, as all of us are here are based in, in the GTAs, St. George's in particular is in immaculate shape. And, uh, I know what, with, with the changes they've, they've made, uh, their new general manager, Ian Leggett, um their new um their superintendent who's not as new but has just been doing an incredible job when the world gets to see st george's and the world does get to see shaughnessy golf club um it will be uh it'll be an amazing spectacle so i'm already looking forward to 2021 mark
2: it's real, you know st george's is going to be a a great highlight i mean as the second best golf course in etobicoke (laughs) <laughs> you,
1: really
2: can't, you really can't dispute it, and uh, I think it's going to be a great, great RBC <laughs> Canadian Open.
1: That's so good, Bob. Uh, L.A., uh, thanks so much eh, for jumping in with us, as always, on Festivus. Um, I, listen, I'm going to leave you with a, an idea, a thought. Even though I am with you and say, let's go back to St. George's, let's go to Shaughnessy, let's get back on track in 2021. God forbid there is something around the corner none of us are anticipating. But last week, I don't know if you happened to be listening to our show last week, but I suggested if we can't have spectators and we can't go forward with the plan as we would uh, want to, maybe we push back another year. And What about a Canadian Open as a made-for-TV event at a place like Cabot or Whistler or a place where you can't bring 100,000 people with you? And I said that would be a quite, in- quite interesting because, look, CJ Cup. I happen to be there, Shadow Creek. You can't put bodies around Shadow right. Creek. Great made-for-TV event, though. But you know, I don't know. And I obviously the the fiscal responsibility and, and finances around something like this are different. But I just wanted to plant the seed with
3: it. <laughs> well, uh, Mark, you're always thinking, and, and, I, and I, that's what I that's what I love about, about about your insight. And and it it's we've seen obviously some very interesting things that people are doing, and. You guys were mentioning, and Lori Kane talked about it. Is that the PGA Tour and LPGA Tours um, we're really out of the gate first and trying to do it? We are so laser focused on um, bringing the celebration and doing it in a safe, healthy way, and, and bringing it to uh, St. George's and, and Shaughnessy. So that's that's where I'm putting all of our uh, energy, all of our hopes, and all of our work. And you know, we're we're very hopeful that we can do it but I will leave you with this. Um, this year, I, 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 you know, my, my, my second miracle was being able to play with each of you, um, uh, on the golf course and being able to do it safely and being able to say, uh, bring so many folks to the game and seeing that, uh, this sport, um, uh, really was, was so welcoming and such a respite for so many people. And, and, uh, can't say enough about what you guys are doing and uh, how you keep bringing the game to people across the country. So thank you, fellas.
1: Well, thank you, Lawrence. Always a pleasure. And enjoy your first holiday season of New Year's with Henry in the house. Oh, Thank you. That yeah. is my
3: other feat of strength. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to you and looking at a baby monitor. So how do you like that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that that is either.
1: the true feat of strength. Uh, uh, Lawrence, thanks so much as always. Have a great uh, holiday season. And uh, let's connect early on the other side.
3: Sounds great, guys. Thank you so much.
1: Lawrence Applebaum, CEO of Golf Canada. And, you know, you got to love the cup half full because, again, it is from a participation level, from the fact that golf wear leaders, Bob, and the fact that the energies are focused on bringing the celebrations back to the plan that is in place. And uh, let's all go with that.
2: Golf is a great story in 2020 in a world that's got a lot of darkness.
1: Yeah, it is. We're going to speak to David Bradley uh, in hour two. Uh, to do some Festivus. And that's another good news story. So you manuf- manufacturers had a fantastic year. People were playing golf and buying golf equipment and trying new clubs and trying talk, new
2: things. We're going to talk to him about his chess skills, too. Really? Have you heard about this story? No, I did not. We'll okay, you well, you're gonna film. can you
1: tease me on the uh, – can you get me caught up on the, in the next segment so <laughs> I, I know where we're going? Okay, on the other side, too, we're going to go to social media, at Golf Talk Canada. At Golf Talk Canada, you got to chime in with your feats of strength, your grievances. We've got a few to get through. Your chance to win TaylorMade Picks NBA Raptors balls. These are the official uh, Tampa Raptors logo. No, just joking. It is a Raptors golf ball. We actually put it up on our uh, Instagram and Twitter handles. Look very cool, and it's the Picks version, which I didn't know originally. Have you seen yeah. the Picks version? Oh. Looks really cool. Yeah, That's very cool. well done. Your chance to win two dozen of those if you chime in on Festivus. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada As we... Wind down the front nine, as Adam Scully would say, of hour one. Bob, we got to get to some social media here. You know, there's been a a lot of people hitting us up on feats of strength and grievances that have become the same thing, which I love. (laughs) Because my mind was going here when I was thinking of mine for the year. They started becoming the same thing where I was happy about one thing and at the same time getting angry about something (laughs) attached to it. So people are like, I finally fixed my slice or I finally got rid of my pull. And they always tag it with, only to three-putt my way around this season. Or only to do, like this. So there's a lot of that. Uh, Big one out to Morgan. uh, At Morgan. uh, What's his handle here? At Morgan. ARSE can something. Anyway, Morgan, I I I love this one because he said his grievance was he missed the final episode of Off the Huzzle Bob. Did you see this? I did see that. Yeah, and I don't know how to get it to him. Because I don't think we got it up on demand anywhere in Canada.
2: Not on Netflix?
1: You can get it on Amazon Prime if you're not in Canada. But So, Morgan, I, I suggest to get on a plane. <laughs> uh, fly to the UK where you can watch it on Amazon Prime and watch. You can watch all five in a row uh, and just kind of bunker down in quarantine. When binge. you fly to the UK, you can binge, binge it and yeah. then get on a plane and come home. That would be my. What's advice. the
2: future for Off the hazzle We going to have another season? Maybe? Well,
1: so there, there are we are in discussions. Very nice. uh, we're hoping so. Uh, H- uh, Hammer and I and uh, the crew. You know, we're talking uh, the Mary, team, David, and Mary, and all of everybody. We're it's, uh, It's been a challenge through COVID to do a golf travel show. Yeah. <laughs> that's a comedy. It's been very, you know, unless we all do it from a simulation. Uh, that's right.
2: You could just send each other your videos.
1: Yes, that's it. And we just Stitch splice them together. Them together. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've got that going on here. Uh, what else we got here? I'm looking here. Uh, the season was too short, people. Grievance that they love golf and thank you for golf saving us, but that... Uh, and I said this last week on our uh, best of year in review. I said this is the year golf saved the world. Right. You
2: know, you know what they're doing at uh, at my place is they uh, they're having winter golf outside, and you can't play on the greens or the tees. Right. You have to buy a little mat, little piece of turf, like that. Right. Mat, yeah, yeah. And you can hit it around, and they've got posts out there, and there's a like a kind of a Jimmy rigged golf course one. One, eight, nine, ten, eleven, seventeen, eighteen. What go a brilliant idea! So, I think this weekend they're having the candy cane open.
1: I love this yeah. idea. Just well done. Swing
2: it around and have some fun next.
1: Really well done to Weston Golf Club yeah. for thinking outside the box and keeping people outside. Really well done to that. Uh, just checking out some more stuff here. Um, they said the, a lot of uh, feats of strength. We got a lot of feats of strength on the world of golf managing to figure out how to have three men's majors. There was a lot of that. People excited that they yeah. thought for a while there we weren't going to get a major at all. And the fact that we got three of the four, you go back. Let's, you know, flash back to April. We were wondering, you know, what are we going to have, if oh, anything, right, exactly. Bob? And we got, you know, pretty much the entire deal. So,
2: and and you think about all those things that were going to be put in place and how it was going to look so strange and still look strange without grandstands and fans and things. But it's uh, it's almost become normal now to watch a tournament and and not see what you used to
1: see. Yeah, it is very very uh, the new normal's weird. Right, but, but we're comfortable. I wonder when we see, like, 40,000 people again, how we're going to react to them. Yeah, or how right? the golfers are going to yeah. react. Cheers. Uh, we got about a minute left. We've got to put a bow on the front side. We're going to welcome in David Bradley, general manager of TaylorMade Canada and Latino America on the other side. Great success story with TaylorMade this year. But before we do, do you want to tee up our listeners and our viewers this morning on what I did not know, Bob? about this story about David and his daughter and the game of chess, which somehow I missed entirely.
2: Well, David Bradley, of course, is our, our good friend from TaylorMade. Yep. But uh, if you've been watching The Queen's Gambit, or if you've seen The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, it's created this flurry of chess aficionados, and people come, maybe like golf, going back to chess. And David Bradley's daughter, young daughter, has become uh, obsessed with chess. And so he and his daughter, all day long, they play chess. Really, which is really cool. We'll story. have to
1: get a chess update now. Can he compete with her, or does she wax him? All the uh, time? Well, I think that's uh, that's the first question. I, think I guess we'll have to get. That's what we'll lead with. Yes. All right, we'll lead with it next. That's okay. it. Here you go. We'll hang on for David Bradley. Does he get waxed on chess? That's where we're starting. Forget the Not success of Simms.
2: Not getting his chess. No, that would be me. No, that right. would be me.
1: The Christmas waxing at the Zucchino household. <laughs> Mrs. Golf Talk Canada. She looks forward to it. Well, you know what? Let's save that for the feats of strength. She really looks forward to it. It's uh, it's an incredible amount of wax oh, it's uh God. it's ridiculous how many people are getting waxed in this house just mark just mark that that bucket that bucket of wax is just sakino's all right on the other side fastivist continues this is golf talk canada
0: this segment of gtc presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by play golf myrtle beach No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour One of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit golftalkcanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob
1: Weeks. And welcome back to Hour 2 of Festivus. Whether you're listening on TSN radio this morning, coast-to-coast, or the mother ship, TSN 1050 here in Toronto. Of course, watching us on TSN 2 as we broadcast on TV this morning for Festivus. uh, We just got hit up by Jamie Rydell, just tuned in. (laughs) Uh, Of course, uh, senior golf producer Jamie Rydell here just... uh, uh, jumping in on Festivus saying I just tuned in and heard the term waxing typical Festivus episode I <laughs>
2: yeah. <So> there you <laughs> go great.
1: yeah usually week in week out with you know waxing not a big Big topic. talking
2: about the speed of the greens?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but maybe not. Yeah, but usually not with, not with the hosts. No. Not the host. So, right. all right, let's get to it. So uh, Festivus here continues. Bob, Adam, and I will get to our own feats of strength and grievances for the year in golf. We will also get to Winners Weird and What. And we'll get you caught up on everything that is Golf Talk Canada as we head through our winter, winter schedule and get back uh, in February 6th for Season 11. Wow. Of radio. Yeah, 11 of radio and 7 of TV. We'll get you caught up on our schedule uh, coming up. Also, go back to social media. Hit us up at Golf Talk Canada. Your chance to win at Golf Talk Canada. Share your feats of strength. Share your grievances. Hit us with the hashtag GTC Festivus. Your chance to win. TaylorMade picks. NBA. Toronto Raptors. Golf balls. TP5s. Uh, for just participating in Festivus. You've got a chance to win. Our next guest is the man that heads up that wonderful golf company, a great sponsor of ours uh, here on Golf Talk Canada from day one, going back 11 years ago. Uh, A huge supporter. Uh, I can't be happier to be an ambassador of the best golf company on the planet. He is the GM for Canada. And latino america and that's where we're starting bob as we agreed to off the top of the show with david bradley david welcome to the program we're starting immediately with a grievance bob and i want to go to latin america with you <laughs> <laughs> hey hey guys hey
5: mark yeah, hey we see uh first of all has scully done his push-ups yet <laughs> <laughs> he never stops he never yeah, when the stopped. show goes on <laughs> the air he just keeps going <laughs> <laughs> the whole time yeah awesome. I'd love to have you guys down a lot in Latin America. Where do you want to go? Well, that's what pick we your, were trying to. Spot.
1: Bob has us on top of a mountain because I'm, <laughs> you know, we figure the altitude up there we could hit hit it a little further, you know, and yeah. do and do a fitting on the top of the mountain. I was kind of thinking more, you know, beach, Costa Rica, something like that. But we'll let you lead the way. We're not hmm. being fussy here, are we, Bob? We're not just, at all. you know, you know, we're
2: warm, COVID-free. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Mark, Mark will wax for
1: it. Yeah, we get back <laughs> into that waxing again. Uh, yeah. David, how are you, you? First, first of all,
5: good. Well, I was going to say Chile, you guys, is the is the is the place to go. That's you the place to great, go. Want okay. some great golf? Yeah. Look. Hey, the ocean's a little cold, but that's okay. Uh, you know, beautiful place, uh, well run country too. Just then, they love their game of golf. All right, listen. A little off the beaten track.
1: Before we get into uh, some of the feats of strength, uh, which, you know, Taylor made, what a tremendous year for the company and and the product, uh, both at an amateur participation level, but also at a professional level. And it's one of the good news stories in the world of golf this year. Before we get to that. Tell us a little bit about this chess story. I just found out about this. I don't know how I missed this. You and your daughter. I, I wrote. I just read an article that Bob flipped to me on CNN. How did yep. this come about? Where did this come from?
5: I. You know what? Yeah, I got. Yeah, it's funny because we've been watching The Queen's Gambit, uh, which is the number one show on Netflix uh, of all time. And once you watch an episode or two, you kind of get hooked into it. It's, man, it's not just about the the strategy of chess, but it's, the, I mean, the, the acting, the storyline, it's, it's unbelievable. So my daughter and I started watching it together and she wanted to play chess. And I played chess years ago. My grandfather hadn't really played a lot uh, lately. So we popped out the chessboard and she becomes a bit of an addict, uh, which is kind of cool because, you know, what do you do with a 15 year old uh, daughter? Like, we don't have a lot of shared uh, things that we can uh, enjoy together, right? But from the time she gets up in the morning till the time she goes to bed, she wants to play chess with me now.
1: That is so which cool. Is, which
5: is awesome, and you know, and the stories we tell and we talk, and it's not just about the playing chess; it's enjoying an activity together. So I got uh, Faith Karimi reached out from me. She's a writer for CNN. Probably picked up something on social media that I said. So be very careful, guys. <laughs> yeah, on uh, social. <laughs> and uh, wanted to interview me wanted some pictures of us uh, playing and and then the story broke i was like holy cow it actually <laughs> it actually went to press so very very cool very cool
2: very cool and uh, and just just an added little touch there is that uh, queen's gambit a, a lot of it was filmed in uh, cambridge ontario so there you there go, you go. good good yeah. story there so That's david listen heard, yeah. this has been a tremendous year in so many ways for golf and one of the big uh, parts of that, of course, is, is the equipment side. And yeah. uh, give us an example of, <clears throat> of what it's been like to, to try and meet the demand of new golfers, of returning golfers, of oh. people who just want to duck. What's it been like for TaylorMate yeah. this year?
5: Well, you know, I, I listened to Lawrence on your show earlier today, and you t- talked about the rounds played. It's just unbelievable. And, you know, 15,000 players playing 100 rounds or more. So it's, it's insane. I mean, who knew COVID was the answer? We haven't had this kind of uptick. <laughs> in uh, participation since Tiger Woods came on in the late 90s right we've been trying to grow the game for years and years and, and now it's uh it's happened to this pandemic but we a, a, from a from a manufacturing standpoint it was really difficult because we basically turned the factories off wow. as soon as we got we got wind of this in in march which late march early april i mean there really was no golf and by that time you know we've got 75% of our may our goods manufactured for the year. They're they're either at the factory, they're at our, our, our custom facility, or they're on the way. Um, so we basically turn the factory off, uh, factories off. And that's hard to do because they let their workers go and then they, it's hard to track them back to the workplace. So anyway, I mean, it basically, it, it's like uh, turning a light switch off. And then about six weeks later, eight weeks later, we started to get some medication out of uh, the U.S. because 65% of their facilities stayed open out of uh, Korea, China, and Japan where, where people were still playing golf and they got a handle on COVID early on. Uh, and we turned the factories back on. But thank goodness we did that, uh, because then the demand just hit us like a tsunami.
1: So we've got uh, as, as you guys know yeah, yeah. well we've and got you know record year with 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 many product lines we've got number 1 player number 2 player in the world yeah. multiple yeah. players in the top 10 sim a huge success uh, golf ball continues to be a success and in my opinion a festivist miracle <laughs> a left-handed forge blade <laughs>
5: We I was pushing hard for years and years, and I had you in mind the whole time. <laughs> no, you know I'll tell you I'll tell you what though that has been a tremendous, uh, you know, uptick and you know tremendous uptick in our business because of that. Because you're right, we haven't outside of Weirzy, who we were doing you know uh, custom custom clubs for, obviously with his own molds and that sort of thing. We didn't have left-handed players' clubs, and it was a travesty because you know the numbers the twenty-five to thirty percent uh golfers in Canada are left handed. Uh and when and, and the better golfers because of hockey and hand eye coordination and all the other things uh seem seem to be left handed. So what a big win for us uh being able to offer the full line in left handed uh for you guys.
2: I can yeah. I can speak uh I can speak for, uh, for from experience, that not all left-handers are, are great golfers. <laughs> just just so you know that some of us like those game improvement clubs a little bit as well. So as we get older, I um, hear you. know, so so we focused on this year, and I know um, you're already probably well underway for what's going to happen next year. I know you can't tell us exactly what's going on. Well, oh, but, but
1: this is the man to get us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got but, the right guy so on the, to leak some stuff here. But, okay. Mean,
2: can you, oh, can I, you, I love, can you love kind of tease us
5: a little bit? <laughs> uh, no, you know why? Because Nick's probably... Yeah, uh, Nick's listening for <laughs> sure. And
1: maybe <laughs> he read you the riot act, didn't he? Uh,
5: he did. We yeah. had a conversation beforehand. Yeah. He was like, try to contain yourself. <laughs>
1: uh,
5: yeah, the, <laughs> the nice thing is, though, that the players' irons are already been released. We released those in September. So really for January, February, we're just focusing on uh, our new uh, our new metal one. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and, and the course and the corresponding irons that go with it. Oh, oh, oh. Brand new, brand new golf ball, which you know oh, has already been oh. talked about a little bit, um, but I can't give you any more detail than that. Outside of the fact that we just had a photo shoot uh, down in Jupiter uh, with our tour players, and they can't say enough about the product.
1: There you go. So that's good. And okay, that
5: speaks volumes right there.
1: Well, the fact that I always see this see this all the time. Like most of these guys. It, it doesn 't take long to get it in their bag, and that and that says a lot because if they think they can win with it, if they think it 's going to improve their chances to win, they usually put it in, and it usually happens very quickly with you guys and that's that 's a huge compliment, and that says a ton. All right, David, we only have a couple of minutes left here, so yep. I got to make sure that we get your grievances. There must be something. That rubbed you the wrong way this year. Maybe I'll maybe I'll stick. I'll, I'll light a fire under you here. Like we've seen some major championship golf this year. We've seen a whole variation and variety of players uh, compete at majors. We saw a fair, fairly healthy first cut at Augusta. Is can we let go of this distance debate? Can that be maybe a grievance of yours? Can we light that on fire? Can we just do that? Can we do that right now? <laughs> how do you? How do you? No, but seriously, I'm how do you? you
5: how do you have a conversation about playing it forward right mm-hmm. as a as an initiative mm-hmm. for all golfers mm-hmm. and talk about a distance issue yeah pick it's, one what is it well well, that's, I mean, it. well
1: I say this all the time I don't play with a lot of golfers that come off the golf course and say I'm hitting it too far yeah, the right. game isn't fun because right. it's too short that doesn't happen yeah. so we're right. talking about a handful of times a year that it sticks up its head on the professional level Right. at the games elite of the elite the top 1% of the 1% we're talking about right. and i just say look at the bmw championship man right. the tour had to do everything they could possibly do on sunday to make that golf course gettable in setup to get that winner under par. And we saw a great duel with DJ and Rom to get that under par. If the tour had kept the setup the same as we saw the first three days, we would have had a PGA Tour playoff event, not a major, PGA Tour playoff event with a champion of somewhere between one under and two over par. Why? Because of setup. So if it's important to you, for those players in those particular times, set it up the way you want it, and let's let go of this distance debate
5: right right tighten up the fairways a little bit there's all sorts of things you can yeah. do outside of outside of you know uh, restricting us from a manufacturing standpoint and when you think about that play that one forward uh, all of a sudden the usd uh, ga changes the standards in terms of manufacturing and we've got a golf club that goes 20 percent shorter right well, well how about now now from a, from a retailer standpoint from a golf pro standpoint how about having that conversation with your membership yeah. uh hey tell me about this new tailor-made driver uh it it, yeah, it goes twenty percent shorter. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's it, not it, a very know, good sell good line, line, is it?
1: <laughs> and guess what? The longest players in the world are still the longest in the world, and they still have the same advantage. The numbers have just changed, that's right. right? That's
5: well, nice. you guys saw it on the Sunday afternoon at the, the Masters. Yeah. Didn't Lang, didn't Langer? Uh, now it's one round of a four round tournament, but you know uh, Bernard kind of held his held his own against uh, Bryson, so. It's not always just about the
1: long. He was also giving away thirty years there too. Let's not forget. Yeah. Let's not forget 30 the thirty yards. yards. What about the thirty pounds? years, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave, thank you so much for all your support as always uh, with the show, and we love the partnership. We couldn't be happier to continue it. We're so excited about next year. I've had a bit of a sneak, sneak peek. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. I yep. know Bob has. Um, we love it. We're looking forward to next year. Going to be big things, and I can't believe we're marching already towards a, a, a Masters and a, a new kickoff to a new Canadian golf season just months away. So thanks so much, and I hope to see you early in 2021.
5: And hope you don't get your butt kicked by your daughter
2: too.
1: Yes. Much.
5: yeah. I hope I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. You guys have a great holiday. Stay safe. Right? You,
1: you too, David. David okay. Rodley, General Manager, TaylorMade Canada, PJ Tour Latino America. Okay. On the other side. Pizza Strength. Yes. Grievances by yours truly, Bob and Adam. We are going to kick it up a notch. We got uh, winners, weird and what. I'm sure there's going to be lots of yelling and screaming, waxing and complaining. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, was brought to you by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, the festivist special, our 7th annual, and it is that time We've got to get to some feats of strength. We've got to air some grievances. Bringing him now, master producer himself, Mr. Adam Scully. Scully, why don't you start us? Why don't you kick us off? What are your feats of strength? What are your grievances for the year of 2020? Why don't we just start with feats of strength? Let's go around the horn with feats of strength. And by the time we get back to me, uh, I'll get to mine, which is a blend because it's just a rant. So let's start with you. (laughs) <laughs> what are your feats of strength for 2020
6: well gents first of all happy festivus happy holidays good to be back here in studio one of my feats of strength i tried to go back earlier in the year and pick something maybe somewhat forgotten about how about tom brady at the match back in may champions for charity he hit it all over the map through seven holes gets to the eighth hole charles barkley's chirping in his ear what does he do he holds out from hundred and twenty yards. That's got to be one of the craziest moments I've ever seen on TV, and a big feat of strength on my part. Bob, what do you think of that one?
2: Well, uh, I thought you were going to actually mention how he split his pants. Remember that? that? Too. Yes. <laughs> the goat. Yeah, the goat with the split.
1: Is is Adam wearing uh, tinsel, Bob? I yeah, find I think tinsel distracting. Down I, uh, from his ears, right? I, <laughs> <like it. So. laughs>
2: I thought that was a great one. I thought that was. Do you have any more, Adam?
6: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've I got. Thought you might. Yeah, I've got plenty more. Uh, How about Mackenzie Hughes? You know, the year he had making it to the Tour Championship, making that putt at the BMW Championship, the way he got into the Tour Championship. That was an unbelievable moment. Into the Masters in 2021. Good to see Mackenzie Hughes doing that. Another great story of 2020. Stuart Sink, his first victory since 2009. With his son
1: on the bag, Skulls. With
6: his son Reagan on the bag. Sort of a renaissance for Stuart Sink. Hadn't heard from him much. Uh, Went through some stuff in his personal life, but came back. He's playing some great golf right now. also has a fourth place finish in this wraparound season. Stuart Sink, another one of my many feats of strength. In
2: wasn't that wasn't that his first win since the, the Open Championship?
1: Yeah, I yeah, think? it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, one of the Sean largest Watson? spans we've seen in, yeah. in, in, in many years. He's
2: such a super nice guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, right up there. All right, Bob. Feats of strength for you.
2: Uh, feats of strength. You know, we talked about how much golf was played in Canada. One of the feats of strength for me was seeing how much it meant to people in so many different ways. I heard from a lot of different people about what getting on the golf course meant, about uh, the ability, some people coming back to golf, they hadn't played for a long time. Uh, the search for golf clubs was a big big thing. I know I have people reach out to me and say, hey, my son's uh, going to play, do you know where I can get some junior clubs or lessons and stuff? So it was an, not only was there a lot of people playing, but it meant so much. And from my own personal experience, my greatest feat of strength this year was getting out every Monday at 4.20. My dad and I teed it up for nine holes. And that is something I haven't done since I was a teenager. He's 88 now and uh, still hits it. Has not missed a fairway since 1993. <laughs> and we had, a, we had a great time playing nine holes. And I know other people who have done the same thing. I had someone, I think, on, uh, here on social media reached out to us and said uh, she was playing with her son and grandson. Yes, I love so, that you know, Those are the kind of stories to me that were, were great. Um, What about you, Mark?
1: Uh, Well, for me, um, I love what you said there about your dad and and families playing golf and stuff in general is a good thing this year. And, you know, how how golf affects everyone. You know, I was on a call this week with Tourism Ireland talking about Ireland reopening for golf. And, you know, the things you don't think about and the trickle-down effect, I did not know that all the caddy programs in Ireland and Scotland and abroad are really attached to tourism that the members themselves don't really use the caddy program. So all those caddies out of work this year. And, I, you know, the last time I was at La Hinch, a gentleman caddied for me that caddied for 47 years at La Hinch. Oh, my goodness. And I'm thinking that, you know, that guy is probably the first year in close to five decades that he's not caddied. And it's is sad. You know, it's very sad. But, you know, I'm going to give you my blend. The one that kind of got me angry because it, it, it kind of gets <laughs> me in here. My feet is strength really for the year, is Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour, and golf taking that first brave step. To come back, and somebody had to go forward, and somebody had to put their toe in the water, and they were the first, and they were the brave ones who said, we're doing this. And not only did they do it, they've managed to do it right, and it's so difficult To have a traveling circus, to go to the new city each week with new volunteers and new people and put up the tent again and bring in the elephants and the bearded lady and the, you know, all the things that happen in the circus. And they do it week in and week out. And they've had, what, a couple of dozen positive tests, Bob, across a corn ferry tour, across a PGA tour, uh, and thousands and thousands of negative tests. I mean, thank God we had golf. I said it last week. It is the year that golf in general saved the planet, saved people from uh, you know, mental health, physical, get outside, professional golf, sports back on TV. I did radio hits for stations I didn't even know existed this year that <laughs> yeah, want to talk great. about golf. And now to bleed into my grievance. <laughs> Because it has to go there. When we went back, I got a lot of problems with you people. I had a lot of problems. You're going to hear here. about it. When we first went back to golf, we had those certain group of people, most of them American golf writers, not all of them, handful, they won't be named. You know who you are, who took the cap, cup half empty right out of the gate. We had one positive; they were screaming for us to shut it down. Two positives, we were irresponsible. People hitting me up on Twitter. Why do you feel like you have to go to a golf tournament? Why are you on your way to detroit? Did you read my bio? This is how I pay my mortgage. okay So my uh grievance is the they the love, and we have this problem here in canada too bob with with a handful. They want to find the cup half empty. They have to go there. Shame on you. You were wrong. Shut your pie hole. Well done, PGA Tour. Well done, golf. Feats of strength. That's it for me. Done. I'm out. I'm out. Got it off my chest. You know who you are. Scully, grievances.
6: Okay, a grievance of mine. How about Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth? What happened in 2020? Ricky Fowler's dropped to 52nd in the world. Jordan Spieth, 78. Eighth in the world right now. A couple years ago, who would have predicted that? Ricky Fowler had a chance to, you know, get an automatic exemption into the Masters for 2021, but missed the cut in Mayakoba, having a very sloppy back nine, including basically a shank, right? He topped a putt at the PGA Championship from six inches to miss that cut. And Jordan Spieth, there are some mind games happening with him. But Bob and Mark, who do you think wins next? Jordan Spieth? Or Ricky Fowler? Bob, what do you think? Uh, None of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say none of the
1: above? Can I go? I don't know. I've heard the rumor is that neither one of them are going to play with the blindfold next year. So the blindfold experiment's over of 2020. I don't know. Uh, Scully, if I had to pick one, I'll go Ricky Fowler. But I'm with Bob. I don't think either one's going to get anything done.
2: Yeah. Oh, boy. But Bob, some Uh, grievances? Yeah, I got a few here. I'll whip them through quick because I know we're uh, sort of running out of time. Uh, How about the Great Wall of Dinah? Remember that blue wall of the NBA <laughs> that was everyone I, was playing playing off the, off back the blue cover. monster. Yeah, yeah, playing off the blue monster. Remember Brooks ball when actually under, under it, it yes. and, uh, saved it there. So that that was a, a grievance. Um, Davis Love had a uh, had a bad year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his house burned down. And remember his uh, his very stint short lived, very as CBS, an analyst. Yeah. right? exactly. That didn't go too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we mentioned before that both Canadian Opens were canceled. That was a big one. And one of the ones that really stands out for me. My grievance is. Phil... Get rid of that coffee mug. Oh uh, stop coffee? carrying it around. Okay. That's one of my big ones.
1: I love Phil. You guys know I love Phil, but if we're gonna lose the coffee mug, which I agree with, can we lose the shades too? Yeah. Like Adam, it's it's, no it's, way. It's, come on, you no love this, way. But it's like it's like overcast raining, and he's got the mirror shades on. Like uh, is he in top gun 2? Do you know? He's got the shades
6: on, he's in top gun 2. He's hitting bombs eighty yards right of the fairway, <laughs> but he doesn't care. He's Phil Mickelson. And
1: he's a champions tour winner. I gotta tell you something right now. I think Phil Mickelson wins on the PGA Tour before Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth. Oh yeah, wow. there's one for. You. He probably wins on the West Coast Swing. Oh, does, wow. he win,
2: does he win next on the PGA Tour or PGA Tour Champions? He'll win
1: on PGA Tour Champions, but I at first, I think Bob, but I think Phil has a chance to win on the West Coast Swing next year. I really no. do. Anytime there's no rough, Phil's got a chance to win. That's true. That's <laughs> just yeah, how yeah. it works, right? All right, let's get pick it up on the other side, boys. We got some winners, weird, and what this is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome back to Festivus, our seventh annual Festivus here on Golf Talk. Can we some great tweets? People making their first hole of ones. Yeah. Uh, someone else said golf is popular again. That's my grievance. I can't get a tee time. Yeah, right. It's like that. You, you know. Yeah, it's great to have participation, but you know, just please don't go running out there now and building nine thousand golf courses. You know, I mean, because that's the last thing that's we need. You know, exactly that's right. the knee jerk reaction. Need more golf courses? Whoa! <laughs> Hold no, on, miss. everybody. Uh, All right, let's get into it. It is three dub. It is winners, weird and what, the good, the bad, the ugly. And this week, the tea is mine.
3: I'll answer the question. You want
0: answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the
1: truth. All right, my winner is about to happen next week. Charlie Woods, guys, yeah, is going to make his national television debut playing with his dad Tiger in the Father Son Challenge. Or well, this is going to be awesome. You got Annika and her dad. You got Justin Thomas and his dad, who've been chirping back and forth with <laughs> Tiger and Charlie. Charlie's already won a couple junior golf tournaments. Have you seen his swing, Bob? He
2: won one tournament by five shots. Shot, uh, I think. Thirty-three on the on nine mm-hmm. holes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And, and Scully, you know what I love about this? They had they stuck a mic in Tiger's face the other day and asked him. About it. he said, "Yeah, Charlie's a bit of a chirper."
6: <laughs> I wonder where he got that from. Yeah, I, I saw the same thing. Apparently, Charlie and Justin Thomas have a great relationship as well. There was an awesome video on social media of Tiger and Charlie almost hitting it in unison on the range. Can't wait to see yes, that next week. Yes, and
1: very similar moves. Oh yeah, he looks like a mini me. He looks very much like a mini-me when it comes to Tiger with the the way they post up and whatnot on that left leg. That's my winner for sure this week. Okay, my weird, and I don't want to get too uh, hard on Tom Weisskopf for obvious reasons with the announcement earlier uh, that he's fighting cancer and whatnot, and you don't ever wish harm upon anyone, but I found his comments about Rory McIlroy two weeks ago very weird, thus being my weird this week, and I'm paraphrasing, but suggesting he doesn't care enough. And that maybe that's what's going on here. And I would argue the opposite, Bob. I would argue with Rory that, you know, the biggest elephant in the room is the Masters for him. And he almost cares too much. Uh, and I don't think there's a lack of effort here. I think he's really tried to become a better wedge player. I still think he needs work there. Uh, he said he needs work there after watching DJ hit that little low wedge without spin that he some, somehow can't figure out when he's trying to attack back pin soft greens, yada, yada, yada. His putting's gotten better. But, Bob, I would take the flip side of the coin. I would argue with Weiskopf and say he's wrong, that Rory's made uh, certain things too important. And until he can uh, get into a proper routine to just make it like any other golf tournament, that this is probably going to be a continuing story for Rory.
2: Yeah, Rory has said many times in the last year and a half that what he's really trying to do is, is take golf down from this huge part, down a little bit, sort of saying uh you know golf is what i do what i do it's not who i am
1: right and uh, and sometimes i think those things are hard to separate exactly. you can say those things yeah but then internalizing them to someone else okay guys my what this week uh and this is interesting skulls mm. you know you and i play you know a couple times a year together we do um i don't really very rare will i drink on the golf course on occasion vacation golf etc i might have a pop at the turn something like that mm-hmm. Uh, Ireland, the Guinness at the turn, something like that. Absolutely. I've played with you. You're not a big drinker on the golf course. I know on occasion with your buddies, I'm sure, in the right situation. But have you seen the way the drinks arrive at Grove 23, Michael Jordan's new golf course in Florida? I understand it's from the sky. Is that correct? They Instead of the cart girl visiting you, they have drone alcohol adult beverages being droned in, landing – to where your group is they fly them out to you it was one of the coolest things go on social media it's all over the place if you haven't seen it you just i wonder how you ordered it i'm guessing is there an app i'm guessing or something you app
2: probably yeah yeah
1: you order it in and the drone visits out and you know it's just way too easy to drink on the golf course when the drone's coming to bring the the (laughs) alcohol to you so i found that bizarre all right uh bob winner's weird and what the teaser is yours
4: so, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond?
1: No, you're not supposed
3: to hit it into the water.
4: But you hit it into the water.
1: I
3: know I hit it into the water.
4: Well why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there?
3: Because it's fun. We're having fun
4: Look, it went further than your ball. All
2: right, Mark, both you and I have had to endure the uh, the 14 day quarantine routine and uh, it's it's uh, you know it's what you do when you're when you're in this business and you're wherever you've gone across the board and you have to come back. But now, another country is um, making it a little easier for your quarantine. Thailand has said that if you want to come and visit Thailand, you can spend your 14-day quarantine, which is mandatory, on a golf course. When well, do we leave? They said yeah. <laughs> the Thai cabinet approved the golf course quarantine, and the measure will become uh, legal later uh, this week. Golfers need to abide by the coronavirus prevention measures, you know, social distancing yeah, yeah. and all that while you're playing arounds. But if you want to go over there, you can spend 14 days playing golf in quarantine. The, thing, the only question I have is, how will you know when your quarantine's up? What's going to be different? You're just going to be, <laughs> be playing golf, right? So, all this like time, guys,
1: all this time I thought I was Italian heritage, and apparently I'm not.
2: <laughs> you're apparently, you're I'm Thai. Tie.
1: <laughs> I didn't know.
2: So uh, the, my weird this week is, have you seen the range at the U.S. Women's Open? No. There is, just off the range, about 60 yards out, a chain-link fence that runs right across the middle of the range. And players have to hit it over this this fence. And the, the, the apparently the reason is that under normal circumstances, it's a double-ended range, and they have uh, people hitting from both ends, so they don't want people at one end to get hit or something. But if you watch, they don't show it all that often, but there's this range. And one of the side effects of this is, first of all, you can't practice your short game um, in with any kind of regularity it it prevents the track man from working properly and seeing where the ball lands. Really? So all these women are have their track man in the back and just can't use it. That's wow. just I've never seen this okay. uh, it's just it's a bizarre funniest thing to look at. And then uh I got to find my uh my last one here. Oh yes. Did you see the uh have you seen the conditions that they played this uh club champions <laughs> championship out at Rustic Canyon?
1: You know, a two handicap that didn't break 100 or something? <laughs>
2: there was a guy who shot uh, 123. He was the only guy in this group to make a birdie, but in the same round, he also had a 10, a 12, and an 18. An 18? An yeah.
1: 18. I, but there was something like 70 mile-per-hour wins or something stupid. 60 mile an hour 60? wins. 60,
2: uh, Just two players in this field. These are club champions. Yes. These are all really low-handicap players. Only two players broke 80. The winning score was 6-over, 78 and the one guy shot 123.
1: Wow. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Amazing. That's quite a turn of it. Oh, my. <laughs> All
2: right, Scully, the tea is yours.
3: Yeah, well, I, I had the coffee. I got to activate the calves, and I got to step on one here.
6: <laughs> Come on, baby. That's what I'm going to do today. Hit bombs and attack the pin. Well, gents, fitting because Phil Mickelson is my winner this week. So after Phil and Charles Barkley won that match, actually dominated that match against Steph Curry and Peyton Manning, the Monday after, Phil decided to go to social media. And yes, he is a social media all-star. It looked like he was setting up some sort of instructional video on how to chip, maybe how to putt. He starts the video, and then what's he do? He throws the club away, <laughs> tucks the arms in, and does the worm. And tells you how to do the worm. So you guys mentioned me doing push-ups earlier in the show. I was actually perfecting the worm. Ah. Maybe you'll see some stuff on the Golf Talk Canada Instagram account later today. <laughs> I might be in the hospital. We'll find out. But Phil Mickelson, guys, what a social Adam, media Adam, I don't know
1: if you saw my post the other day, but in the 2026 Olympics, they are going to recognize breakdancing. <laughs> Maybe right. that's what this is about. Phil <laughs> passing on the golf gold medal.
6: Yes. Switching gears. Yes. Uh, well, my weird this week, now, Mark, you always mention the first good decision on the golf course starts in the closet. But for Brooks Kepka, who missed the cut in Mayakoba, a oh. couple of different bold outfit selection so he missed the cut on the Friday morning knew he wasn't playing for the weekend so his girlfriend Jenna Sims posted an Instagram story of Kepka with a bucket hat and some sort of floral top to bottom garb on and then there were a couple of very other interesting photos posted as well with the all floral now Jens I've worn all floral before wouldn't recommend doing it Bob have you ever rocked something like that before
2: uh I've had floral shirts, but I've never done the full garb. I've never, never done the matchy-matchy thing. The uh, I don't know, like the not the Canadian tuxedo, but yes. I don't know what you'd call this one. The Hawaiian tuxedo. He
1: looks like something? a 70s adult film star. Yeah.
6: Especially, especially early
1: in quarantine when he was rocking
6: the Borat mustache. Yeah, the too.
1: Borat mustache with the floral and the creepy hats. He looks like a 70s adult film star.
6: Yeah, that's the it. And my what this week? This was one of the stranger moments I've ever seen on a telecast. Jing Yan showed up oh, yeah. two minutes yes. late for her U.S. Open, U.S. Women's Open first round tee time. A two shot penalty. She actually made a bogey on the hole, which would have been a birdie. And you guessed it, guys. She missed the cut by two shot so maybe the alarm clock wasn't on maybe she was just on the range a little too long but just strange to miss your tea time at a major championship i've never seen anything like that Adam before.
1: we have a saying on all zaquino golf trips whether it's ireland whether it's vegas whether it's dominican republic if you're not 10 minutes early you're late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, exactly. I have left. The bus has left. <laughs> I said, you're all adults. And the minute you keep the bus for an extra five minutes once, now everybody takes advantage of those five. Now, I said, no, we've left them. We have left men behind. Mm.
6: Wow. <laughs>
5: wow.
1: wow. <laughs> all right, boys. On the other side, we do have some leaderboards. So we got to get a copy of some leaderboards. We'll check social media uh, for any uh, recent tweets. And we will wrap up a year of GTC with some announcements for next year and just some dates on when you can expect us back for both radio and TV and what the schedule looks like as 2021 is the big mulligan, Bob. It is It is the big ball. Mull- we get to go, okay, what were we going to do in 2020? Okay, let's do it now next year. It's the big mulligan. All right, this is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf, ready for sport. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada's. We put a bow on 2020. Uh, before we get to some announcements and just some scheduling regarding GTC, let's get to some golf and some leaderboards because there are uh, some major tournaments happening in the world, starting with the LPGA. Obviously the U.S. Women's Open, the big one at the moment. Scully, what's the U.S. Open Women's Leaderboard looking like?
6: All right, U.S. Women's Open. We have Hanako Shibuno with a three-shot lead over Amateur Lynn Grant and Caitlin pat they'll be playing in the final threesome. That's going to be awesome to watch. Of course, Brooke Henderson, she's starting 10 shots off the lead rounds of 72-73. But fear not, she has five straight third rounds in the 60s. Could she make a move? You'll find out today on TSN 5. We're airing it from 11 until 6 p.m. Bob, what's going on elsewhere?
2: Uh, QBE Shootout, formerly known as the Shark Shootout. Always known as the Shark Shootout still. Sorry, QBE. Uh, and Kevin Na and Sean O'Hare have the first round lead at 16 under par. They played a uh, scramble format yesterday. Ryan Palmer and Harold Varner third are one shot back. And Lanto Griffin and our boy Mac Hughes, who is a new father, mm-hmm. uh, just welcomed another son into the family. Uh, he's at 14 under along with uh, English and Kuchar today. Second round, they are playing what they call greensomes. You might know it as Scotch foursomes. Both, team, both players dry, hit a drive. They pick the best one and alternate shots in from there
1: and big one also happening on the european tour as they are handing out their fedex cup the race to dubai concludes at the dp tour dp world tour championship in dubai and uh, patrick reed looking to become the first ever american to call himself the number one player on the European tour. Currently, Reed is tied for the lead with Larry Cantor and Matthew Fitzpatrick at 11 under par. That is through three rounds of the DP World Challenge. Lee Westwood, uh, who can catch... Patrick Reed. There needs to be some math involved, but Westwood is one back along with Victor Hovland, who is coming off that huge win last week. Victor Hovland now a two-time winner this year, calendar year on the PGA Tour. Another young gun getting it done. Should be a great finish tomorrow as the race to Dubai concludes on the European tour. Now, as far as Golf Talk, Canada is concerned, gentlemen. We would normally kick off our new season uh, around the Toronto Golf and Travel Show uh, early in the new calendar year. Of course, the Toronto Star Golf and Travel Show not happening uh, due to COVID, but it is going to be back in 2022. So for the fans of the Travel Show, which you know, usually kind of kicks off people thinking about golf again, it will be back in 2022. So keep your eye open for that. But for next year, February 6th, season 11 of Golf Talk Canada will, uh, will launch. Feb 6th, that's Saturday, February the 6th, our 11th season of radio. And our 7th season of TV kicks off the week of the Players' Championship, Bob, which I believe is the second week of March. And we will have our weekly one-hour uh, TV show, as well as radio to TV, just like we're doing uh, this week will also uh, be highlighted in 2021 around major championship golf and big events, et cetera, starting with the Players' Championship. So lots big schedule. Yeah, lots of schedule. Uh, lots to look forward to. I uh, want to thank everybody who chimed in, all of our guests today, Laurie and Lawrence and David and uh, everyone who uh, participated in Festivus. We will draw on social media uh, this week uh, the winners of the made Picks Raptors golf balls. Uh, we will be uh, giving those away two dozen to two lucky winners. So thank you very much. Thank you to all our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're very lucky. Uh, and golf, people attached to golf, uh, I guess to your point, Bobby, you are saying the trickle-down effect earlier, how, you know, you forget about things, and I brought up the caddies in Ireland and yeah. all the people connected to sports. But we're lucky. Uh, you know, Jeff McDonald and the people at TSN Radio... Figured out ways of us to continue to broadcast from home, and mm-hmm. Jeff loves golf, and we're lucky to have uh, you know a, a leader here at TSN 1050 that loves golf and and, and found ways of, of keeping everybody on the air here in Toronto and then TSN coast to coast. So we were lucky to be able to do golf talk Canada radio. Uh, we were lucky to get back to TV with our with our obviously our. our uh, support that we get from uh from the higher the higher ups on the tsn tv side and that that are just without them obviously we just don't have anything and they said you guys are going back to tv you're gonna have a season you'll 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 it'll be condensed but when the when the majors roll around we want you guys back on tv and 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 thank you you know we're so thankful to that so that we had some type of season um smartgolfdeals.com, Woodington Lake, TaylorMade, Adidas, Bushnell, Muskoka Bay Club, Picton Mahoney, uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, WeatherTech. um, To all of our sponsors, I've probably missed a couple. Some of our relationships with TJ Rule, Golfway Tours, and Tourism Ireland, Casa de Campo, which I'm thinking of uh, venturing down to. Obviously, I said to you, my appetite for travel is a little different. Once you've been to Detroit, guys, in June in the middle of pandemic, you can pretty much send me anywhere at that point. Just no, no offense to anybody listening in Detroit right now. Uh, but your appetite is certainly different. Uh, to you guys behind the glass, to people behind the glass on TV, we can't do what we, what we do without you, without our sponsors, without our listeners, without our viewers. We're very lucky to have Canada. And finally, certainly not least, obviously, you know, Jamie Reidel, who's a big part of our show, who, who texts us throughout this show. Thank you to Jamie as well. But uh, two, my biggest thank yous are to you, Bob, and to you, Adam, because um, don't tell anybody, but this isn't work. <laughs> Because if we let the cat out of the bag and this isn't work, they might might start charging us to do the show. (laughs) And I am very lucky to work with you guys. You guys are the best. Bob, you've been the best at what you Mm. do for decades in this country. And that's not just my opinion. That's a lot of people's opinion. I always poke funny and and have some fun with the (laughs) Hall of Fame and stuff. But there's a reason for that. And I am very very lucky to have you here on this show. And, Adam, you're the best. I mean, you—you you, the, the heavy lifting you do, the extra yeah. work we ask you to do, uh, that you can host, you can produce, you can co-host, you can run social media. It allows Bob and I to do all the other things that we love to do, have to do, etc. And if we didn't have you to do that, we couldn't do any of those things. So wouldn't be here. Yeah. So thank and you here. so much, Adam. Uh, absolute thank pleasure. You. And I'm looking forward to next year with you guys. So that being said... Closing thought on 2020. Adam, we'll go to you first. Uh, We get to put a bow on the year that was and look forward to 2020. Final thought on the year. And right now, what are you looking forward to most? For next year.
6: Well, first of all, gents, thank you for uh, for the kind words. When the world sort of shut down in March, we were in an unknown situation, but we are on the air every week, whether it was a golf talk and a video podcast on TSN.ca or live on TSN 1050, starting on March 21st, our first show, sort of lockdown, if you will. We we put a product out there every week since then. So uh, thank you to both of you. It's been a bizarre year, but we made the most out of a crazy year, that's for sure. In terms of 2021, I'm looking forward to seeing the growth of Canadian. In golf continue. I'm expecting Mackenzie Hughes, Corey Connors to have huge years. Mike Mike Weir on PGA Tour champions. I'm expecting some sort of a bounce back from Adam Hadwin, who had a pretty crazy year. And how about Taylor Pendrith? a great finish at the U.S. Open. Let's see what he comes in 2021. Bob, how about you?
2: Yeah, I just want to echo your comments. Uh, it's great. I mean, what we managed to do here and uh, putting this, keeping this show on the air. From everything, as you pointed out, even Mark's uh, having a glass of Barolo, a yes. <laughs> yes, that was a lot of fun, fun as well. But we did. We, 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 we knew it was important to keep the uh, the brand going and the shows going and talking to our listeners and, and our viewers. And, uh, and thanks to you, Mark, especially. I think mm-hmm. you were the leader behind all that and getting it all done. Uh, for next year, I'm just looking for more of the same boy. We had a great season in terms of this show in terms of golf in Canada, and I hope we can inch it up and and see the return of our national championships. And just, uh, listen, I played a ton of golf this year. It was Mm -hmm. great. I played more golf than I've ever done. And doing this show in my uh, pajamas from home wasn't bad either. (laughs) Which we'll be
1: doing in the winter again, I'm (laughs) sure. Right Right back to that. Uh, Yeah, for me, guys, same thing. Just closing thought would be... we, you know, In a way, it feels like a rabbit out of the hat for, for not just us, for everybody. And I'm glad we were able to have something. I'm glad there were successes in the, in the Canadian golf world, whether it be participation, whether it be our partners on the show that had tremendous years, whether it was uh, the play of Mackenzie Hughes, seeing four Canadians at the Masters, things like that were just little highlights that kind of kept you going. But what I'm looking forward to most, guys, next year as we wrap this up, is there's going to be a day, I don't know when, might be May, might be June, might be July, might be August. There's going to be a day where the three of us are standing together at a golf tournament. We're going to look around. There's going to be people. There's going to be activity. There's going to be people just doing normal things. And I think we're all going to just can't wait for that day to come. It's coming next year. Travel's going to be back. We're going to get on golf trips again. We're going to do the things we love, play golf, keep her going. Thanks so much. Boys, you have a great holiday. Me too. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all our listeners. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll be back early in 2021 to kick off a big season of GTC. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. Thank you for watching. Woo!
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfFeels.com, was brought to you by Adidas Golf, ready for sport. Thank you for listening to GTC.